Hey boys, I want to take a quick moment here at the podcast and acknowledge the Humboldt hockey team and the awful tragedy that took place last week. Um, I know it kind of shocked the hockey community and, um, you know, as their families grieve and support, we want to take a moment and pay our respects to them. You know, with with the team we have, I, I look around and it's hard to imagine if all of a sudden one day half your team isn't there. And, um, you know, I can't really imagine what they're going through right now. So any way you could pay your respects, support them, go to their GoFundMe page, um, even just leave your sticks out at night for a couple nights, you know, um, as you pay those respects is, is always appreciated. And anytime it's a tragedy like this, it's just, um, you know, no rhyme or reason why things like that happen. It's just very sad. So, you know, some great kids uh, lost their lives, you know, with great features ahead of them and ripples will go through that community. So we wanted to just put a message out to them, let them know that we're thinking of them, and um, head back to the show. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode number five with Reeser the Greaser Gremel coming on as our interviewee. And uh, I am here along with my co-host, Pauly D. What up, dog? What's going on, everybody? Man, while we have, uh, I mean, I'm kind of running on fumes today because we did have quite the late game last night. 10:45 game against the undefeated Beer Hawks. Polly, how did it go? Well, um, this is followed by a weekend of mancation and rink of dreams. So, um, you know, I think we're all just kind of getting our legs back. I know I was dragging quite a bit myself, but you know, hey, I was there and uh, giving it what I had. So, Beer Hawks. Um, you know, we love to play them. It's always a good game. <laughs> and I say love to play them. Do I really mean that? But, um, yeah, we 6-3. Uh, to three came, The good guys came out with a victory last night. I don't know what happened at the beginning of the game, but uh, we started off a little bit slow. Um, did they go up a couple goals on us? What was the score? Yeah, they, uh, they were up 3-1 at one point. And, uh, you know, we kind of just settled in and, you know, just kind of took it to them. We tied it up 3-3 in the third. And uh, I think I actually was the one that tied it up. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Let's not just pass over that. That was a beaut of a goal. Brad dangles into the zone, down to Walshy on the back door. He slides it across to Polly, who takes the time enough to tip it upstairs where grandma hides the cookies. Holy shnikes, Batman. That was fucking beautiful. Why, thank you. This is actually a, a set play that uh, line number one has been working on. We've pulled it off a few times, and you will definitely see it some more. But um, after we tied it up, we just put the squeeze on them and quickly scored three goals in the last five minutes of the game and pulled away with that 6-3 victory, making us Ferg's Live with three and two in the standings. Yeah, and it's nice to wear our black jerseys because we just so happen to be undefeated wearing our black jerseys, and we are winless wearing the whites. It's true. We're uh, soon going to be retiring those and ordering some blue or teal or San Jose shark colors, whatever you want to call that. But um, Quick recap of the game. I think um, Walshy and Eddie scored the first two goals. Eddie, uh, Mr. Postman, he made sure he hit it off the post before it went in. Yeah, off the poster <laughs> doesn't count for the postman shit. Um, I had the third, and then Brando, you had a nice go-ahead fourth goal after that. Uh, right top corner, brought it in the zone. It was left bottom left corner, but, uh, you know, who's keeping track anyways? 
right top corner. Anyway, um, after that, Brad came through probably a minute later with this nice dangle and just put that also right top corner. Yes, yes. Uh, the exact opposite of where I shot because I shot bottom left corner. So <laughs> We don't know where you shot. And then while she did put the icing on the cake, which I think um, at one point made their defenseman start smashing his stick and out of frustration. Um, a lot of sticks broke last night. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of sticks, good God, man. I think three sticks broke. Brad broke one. Walsh broke one. I saw about five sticks fly at people's hands. I lost my stick on one of the plays. Um, yeah, weird stuff last night. Yeah, a guy grabbed mine with his armpit and skated away like 30 feet away, and I just stood there with my hands up looking <laughs> at the ref, and he yelled at me for hooking him, and I was just very confused. Yeah. Also, a good shout-out to our uh, rookie call-up, uh, Jay O'Brien uh, from the Miners, came and joined us on short notice, and uh, he played very well. He did, man. Yeah, he got his first W, actually. He was 0-2, but again, uh, both times he's played with us, we had to wear the white jerseys, and just wearing those beautiful, beautiful black jerseys that we have just brings a sense of confidence, I think, to the squad, and uh, I think he just fed off of that, and I was a little nervous at first because they got up on us, but we rallied back, and as soon as you mindfuck Danielle, their goaltender, it's game over. And I think that when we tied it up, she knew that the fucking storm was coming. Big momentum swing. So um, another great victory for us. Uh, pretty happy about that. We'll keep it going. Um, on to the next game. So, you know, let's jump over to the uh, to the end right now. What are you seeing going on in the leagues? Uh, we got some playoffs starting tonight. Oh, I am so, so excited for playoff hockey. It's the best time of the year. I mean, I know you get to go to all the Lightning games and see these playoff games. I mean, what an atmosphere it is there. But I would love to go to a home game in every arena during playoffs. That's kind of like my bucket list, just to see a playoff game in a home arena. Imagine going to Philly and seeing Philly and Pittsburgh play. That's just going to be chaos dude that that's a great bucket list um i've actually so my my first goal was to see every nhl team and i accomplished that i think last year i I somehow missed the kings every time they've come into town for a number of years got to see them uh last year and then they added a new team vegas so i made sure i went this year so i've seen all the teams but now my next goal is to stop by every arena and um you know go to a game everywhere i can but to do it in playoffs, that would be unreal. Unreal. So um, this year, I feel like I'm exceptionally excited about the matchups. So these are some really good matchups, some really good teams. Um, you know, let's let's kick around some of these ideas and uh, make some comments on them. So Nashville, Colorado, um, what do you think? Break it down. Nashville is the first seed. They're playing the uh – the wild card seed and uh, Avalanche, who just barely squeaked in the playoffs, but Avalanche has Nathan McKinnon rocking and rolling right now. But they are battling a couple of injuries. Cam Fowler, I believe, is hurt, and Gibson is kind of day to day. I heard um, he's playing, that's, but that's the Ducks, my friend. We're talking about Colorado. Mm. <laughs> Varlarov, <laughs> shit. Sorry, boys. Late game last night. Uh, well, let me just let me just end this by saying Nashville is going to just murder. The avalanche. I'll agree with you. I, I think Nashville's going to take this. Do you see it being the sweep? Uh, it's hard to call sweeps, man, because I know that Colorado's really good at home. 
Um, I think they might steal one game from home, so I, might, I think it might go five. I'm going to say five, too, but if there was a sweep that was going to happen in these series, I think this would be the one that was closest to it. I disagree. We'll get to one later. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Winnipeg versus Minnesota. Um, I'm super excited about Winnipeg. I love the offense. I love to see uh, Line A score those goals with that crazy Amish beard he has going on. And, uh, you know, Blake, Blake Wheeler, Kyle Connor, um, you know, it's just looking like a solid squad. I think they're going to take Minnesota. I think Minnesota, you know, suitors out, and they just don't seem like they have all the, the big-name matchups. So uh, I'm <laughs> going to say uh, Winnipeg probably in six. I'm going to say Winnipeg sweep here. This is the one I was referring to. Minnesota doesn't have their workhorse on the back end with Suter, like you mentioned. Um, or Spurgeon. I think he's out still. Is he? Yeah. Shit. Well, still, man. I mean, Zach Parise isn't quite the player that he used to be after all of his back surgeries and issues, whatever the fuck he's going through. I just think that Winnipeg is on a roll, and they're going to sweep them. Night-night, Minnesota. Gosh, and that Winnipeg atmosphere is awesome. So uh, I'm excited to see that for playoff time. Hell yeah, man. Moving on to the next one. This is pretty exciting. Vegas, the number one seed in their division, going up against the LA Kings, man. What do you think you're going to see here? I'm excited about this as well. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say LA is going to take it. Uh, I would love to see Vegas go on. Uh, maybe I'm a doubter. I don't think they're going to get past LA. I mean, L.A.'s got Jeff Carter, who's really finding uh, his game back. Kopitar, I mean, they're looking really good. But um, this is going to be a battle. I think it's going to be Game 7, whoever takes it, go all the way. But I'm going to say L.A. is going to squeak out with their experience. Get the brooms out, buddy. Kings are sweeping those little nuggets, the Vegas Knights. They don't have any playoff experience. They're going to go in there thinking that they're the shit, and the L.A. Kings are built for playoffs. All they got to do is get in. Didn't they win the uh, the Stanley Cup when they were the eighth seed, the Kings? Uh, um, yeah. Brian Guy, can you check uh, the stats on that? Or in, in-house producer Brian will, will check for us, but I'm pretty sure it's the case. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. But, yeah, Brian, double-check that. Um, I think the Kings are going to sweep them up just because they know how to play playoff hockey. Jonathan Quick is having a fantastic season. Kopitar is on a whole nother level. Um, I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury? Mm-hmm. Not, not the best not in really playoffs, so I think they're about to go night-night, pun you, intended. You know, for someone who uh, said they can't really call a lot of sweeps, you've called two out of three already. Yes, that's correct. So let's move on to the next one. We got the Ducks, who I was talking about earlier for no reason. <laughs> yes. And we have the Sharks. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, you know what? This is going to be pretty good. Um I could see us going either way. I think Sharks are going to edge out. I know Ducks are probably your dark horse team, as you mentioned before. But you know, with Evander Kane kind of hitting his own, and the Ducks a little bit wounded, you know, <clears throat> Sharks in six. I'm going to say Ducks in seven on this one. These guys are what a great matchup to have in the first round of playoffs. These guys being rivals. San Jose has been hot, but the Ducks going into the playoffs are the hottest team in the NHL, 8-1-1. Once again, uh, Brian, double-check those for me, will you, just to make sure I'm right. 8-1-1, I believe, in their last 10 games going into playoffs. They are a little bit banged up. I heard today, actually, that John Gibson is going to be playing in the first game. I don't know if he's 100% healthy, 
but we'll see, man, because it's all about stamina in the playoffs here because you know that people come hard. They crash the net on every single play. I mean, all it takes is one bad goalie injury, and one of these teams that are monsters can go down like that. So I don't know if Ryan Miller can step in for the Ducks and take them to the promised land, but uh, um, I think if Gibson stays in, that the Ducks can make a run. So I think they're going to take the Sharks in Schleven. I'll tell you, though, if uh, Getzlaff can put this team on his back, I mean, he is just a complete monster, especially in the playoffs, just banging people up. And he's not someone that people want to play against. I would be terrified to play against him. He is brutal. So if he can make it happen for them and lead them the way, yeah, Ducks could definitely pull it off. Don't forget about Jumbo Joe Thornton, man. Is he going to make a comeback in playoffs? I don't know, dude. You know, they said he's supposed to make it back, but, yeah, I I don't know. Um over to the East uh, real quick. You know, the dream matchup we've all been asking for is Philadelphia and Penguins. You know, Philadelphia squeaked in. People are kind of counting them out. But I'll tell you, those two teams, we all love to watch them going on. Do, do you think there's going to be as many fights as there usually are? Because people are saying, you know, the new NHL, there's not going to be the, the hitting that they've had in the past. But I hope these teams have some bad blood. Oh, there's going to be – there will be blood in this one, man. The captains themselves, Giroux, Crosby, they go at it all the time. They have some monsters on either side, dude. They got uh, Pittsburgh scooped up. Players like Jamie Oleksiak, who's six foot eight defenseman, perfect playoff style guy, blocking shots, can fight whoever the hell gets in his way. But you also have Radko Gudis, Wayne Simmons. I mean, there are some monsters out there, and defensively. Goaltending wise, these teams aren't the strongest, so I think that these all of these games are going to be super high scoring, which is going to be very exciting. I think the Penguins end up edging out just because of their forward depth. I think that they're going to take Philly in six on this one. What do you think? I think that's probably the case as well, although I would love to see Philly push through. Uh, I think the Penguins just have that, that depth that's going to make the difference. Next one we're looking at is pretty interesting little matchup here. We got the Capitals, who are the first seed in their division, going up against the Columbus Blue Jackets, man. This is kind of a wild card for me because Blue Jackets are so hit or miss. Bobrovsky is a fantastic goaltender. Um, but I just don't know if they have if they have the power up front to get past Washington, man. I think that Washington's offense is just unbelievable but also Washington has um has some goalie questions yeah um but they also have two good options for goalies so it's not that big of a question um ever notice how similar the jerseys are you know both red white and blue both uh American flag looking Uh, I did just now yes yeah thank you for pointing that out yeah um wait 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 before we move on (laughs) Grubauer was confirmed to start game one by the way over Holtby I mean, I would ride the hot goalie until he loses one, and then, yeah, go right back to Holtby. Um, You know, I I don't want to get into the details of the rest of your bracket, but do you see the Caps making out of the first round, making out of the second round, or are they just going to be stuck in that first, second round forever? It's hard to say. I think that they're going to get through the first round. I think they're going to beat Columbus. I would think this is going to go far, maybe seven games. Um, I think they're they're gonna get knocked out in the second 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 playing either Philly or make it past there. But hey, you never know, man. If they get knocked out in the first round, do you see them having a complete meltdown slash rebuild in the off season? 
Um, well, I mean, that's hard to say, dude. They got Ovi, who can still pipe in about 50 goals a season. I mean, are players like TJ Oshie, if they have a, a bad playoffs, you know, I could see somebody like him getting shipped out. They got an unrestricted free agent and uh, John Carlson, who's been one of the top defensemen in the league. So, I mean, if you're in a position like Carlson, you have a chance to get out and get to a legitimate contender if they don't make a far this year, then I could see somebody like him leaving too. So, yeah, I think that if they get knocked out in the first round especially, I think there's going to be a little bit of a fire sale. But second round, I don't know, man. It's just you run into these teams that are just powerhouses and playoffs, and you know sometimes you honestly can't do anything about it because you're just not a good enough team. So maybe they add some pieces next year. Maybe they draft well. You never know. Well, I have Columbus uh, winning this round, and um, I, I think the coaching of Tortorella behind them going all, all the way to the cup and then being a young team that is listening to him, especially how hot they've been the past couple weeks going into the playoffs. I see them edging out the caps, um, but it's going to be hard fault game six, game seven. Yeah. Okay, uh, Toronto and Boston. That's going to be a hell of a matchup right there. Two original six teams. What do you think? I hate both teams a lot. Um, They're both very skilled teams. They, um, I think that there's a lot of bad blood between these two teams, so this is going to be up there as far as that Pittsburgh Philly series I think there's going to be a lot of shit going on but the main question is going to be is Brad Marchand going to get pulled into all this dirty shit and end up getting himself suspended for throwing an elbow when he shouldn't have or maybe cleaning somebody's clock when they're not looking man I mean if he can stay in the playoffs he can do some damage he could even possibly be a leading scorer in the playoffs if he can just stay away from that shit, but I don't think he can. This is Brad Marchand we're talking about, so yeah, he's going to get suspended at some point. Um, maybe not this round, but uh, most likely. Um, yeah, I mean, you got. do you think Babcock could coach these kids and get them flying around the Bruins? Do you think the Bruins are just going to hit them too much and uh, going to slow them down with all the, the physical play? I fucking hate Mike Babcock. So... For that reason alone, I'm taking the Boston Bruins, and I'm taking them in five games. They're going to go boom, 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 take them out. Well, I'm going to go Leafs on this one, and um, I think it's going to be a a long series. I'm going to go with six. I'm going to go all the way to seven on this one. I do think Austin Matthews is going to score. Let's say they do go five games. I think Matthews will have five goals. I mean, he's going to tear it up. I just don't think that they have enough enough depth um, besides those top two lines that they have. I mean, who's in their bottom six that can really produce? Um, exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, um, last matchup. Talk about Bonerville here. Um, Lightning versus the Devils. Are you scared, Paul? I would be if I were you. You know, the way the Lightning have been playing the past couple of weeks, um, I was a little concerned. You know, that Boston game, they look back to their uh, their good form. So um, I hope they are ready for a serious matchup, and I hope that they're uh, going to be playing their A game. And if so, I'm, I'm not scared. Um, of course, every bracket has to have me having the Lightning go all the way because if I didn't and they actually did win, I would feel like an idiot. So... You know, that's just how I have to do it. So, yeah, I see them going far and doing it. But New Jersey, I mean, 
They have two goalies. You know, Kincaid's probably going to start, and then they'll have Schneider, who's still a really good goalie, in case you know they drop a few games. But you know, between Taylor Hall, Palmieri, um, you know, the kids they have on defense with Will Butcher and Nico Hersher, I mean, it's it's going to be a good series. I just don't think they're deep enough to last um, through us, but anything could happen in playoffs. I agree, man. I think the Lightning are going to manhandle them. Taylor Hall is going to be a bitch to play against. But you match him up um, against somebody like Braden Point or somebody that can skate with him and neutralize him, I think that's going to be the key to victory. I mean, anytime you have home ice advantage, you can put Victor Hedman or McDonough out against Terrell Hall. I mean, that's that's always a good thing. So I think with the home ice advantage here, Lightning are going to just hammer the Devils. And uh, I'm going to call another sweep. <laughs> Well, keep in mind the Devils beat the Lightning three times this series, but I feel like... Um, don't mean shit. That don't mean shit. Yeah, I feel like it's a whole new thing once playoffs start. So, um, awesome. Well, that's our recap. Um, keep in mind, everybody, please go on and do your brackets. If you want to be part of our bracket league, you have till tomorrow to submit it. It's to the Fergs Live Live group. Uh, what's our password again? It's Fergs for the number four, life. Fergs for Life is the password. Get your bracket done. Get twenty dollars over the Brando. It's a winner take all league. I mean, seriously, you got anything else better to do? You probably have already looked at this. It takes twenty minutes to do a bracket. Do it, everyone. Let's get let's get a good pool going on here. It takes twenty seconds to do a bracket, boys. Close your eyes, pick some teams, hope for the best. Um, before we go, we do have good old Reese the Gremlin Gamel coming on today. Our, as our featured guest. Um, so, again, boys, great beer league game this week. We handed it to the undefeated Beer Hawks. Looking forward to playoff hockey. This is just such an exciting time, man. And uh, I'm going to go home and go to bed now because I'm tired. <laughs> Anything else, Polly? Nope. Let's bring Reese on the show. Reese, sir. Here we go. All right, let's get <laughs> Sorry, Reese, sir. Here we go. This interview is brought to you by the Players Club in Ebor. Nope. Formerly known as Skin and also referred to as the Played Against Sports of Gentlemen's Clubs, this exclusive joint is there for you in the clutch to satisfy your wildest fantasies. Need somewhere to stop while you're walking home from the bar after a hard night of drinking? The Players Club is a perfect spot for you. With five different flavors of Gatorade available, you'll be able to quench your thirst while enjoying the night's entertainment. You ignorant slut! Don't like going to a club that doesn't serve alcohol? Well, you're in luck. Head over to the Players Club today and find the manager there, Eddie. What's up, you herbs? And whisper in his ear the phrase, Take me to the promised land. And he'll escort you into the men's bathroom. Upon entering... Fight your way through the clouds of cigarette smoke to find the northeast corner of the restroom where homeless Dave lives. And for only $10, he will let you take a swig out of his canteen, which is filled with what I, what I believe to be homemade vodka. So head on over to the Players Club today and use promo code Eddie to get in. Oh shit! We got What's up, boys? the greaser, the greaser, the Reese Gemmel. What is up, dude? It's Brando here, along with Polly. How you doing, my friend? What's oh, up, buddy? Not too bad. I think I'm uh, still feeling this weekend a little bit. Why? What happened this weekend? 
Well, we had, what was it? Sixth annual mancation. I believe that was my, my third or fourth joining now. And I don't know, my tail started wagging a little bit starting Friday and hit the bottle hard and <laughs> still having some uh, chest palpitation, you know, I don't know, short of breath. <laughs> well, hey, man, we'll get into some more details about that later. Uh, first of all, we wanted to thank you, uh, you know, for coming on this wonderful podcast. We are uh, really looking forward to having you on because you are just uh, a bundle of fun and we love hanging out with you. And uh, I think the boys are going to be excited to see that you're on this week because, uh, well, you're just a lovely guy. Well, thanks. That, that was very kind of you. Yep. That's the last time I'm going to be nice to you. Yeah, and, that's fine. Hey, listen, man. Um, you know, before we kind of get into your story, I wanted to ask you, you know, how's everything going in your personal life, man? Is there anything specifically that you want to get off your chest right now? <laughs> well, I mean, if you, I don't know, were you guys around this weekend or I think I was pretty vocal about it, but um, <laughs> no, I mean, every, you know, now all the booze is out of me. So every, everything seems to be going okay right now. <laughs> great, man. Great. Back well, hey, listen, you know what? Let's dial it back a notch. Let's get to uh, a question that I love to ask and to, to help the boys get to know you a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your hockey, your life's journey, where you grew up, um, you know, why you moved to Florida and how you made your way to the Ferg squad. Start from the beginning. All right. Well, I grew up in a real small town called Goodrich, Michigan. Um, I believe we had about 700 people at our public high school. So pretty small town. I, uh, in regards to hockey, I always remember, um, you know, street hockey over at Max Hawkins. I know you guys remember that kid. Uh, so basically got into it. Or Then we used to collect um, some hockey, hockey cards. Uh, I remember spending the night in the tent with them, and we'd, we'd have binders full of that. And then we'd, I don't know, probably go do some other shit that we probably shouldn't have. But uh, anyway, um <laughs> We won't get into that either. But uh, anyway, um, I remember begging my mom forever to let me play uh, ice hockey when they started playing. And she wouldn't let me until about seventh grade. And I was so excited, thinking I was going to go out there and run these kids over, join this house league in Michigan. So nothing special. All my friends were in travel at that time. And I was, an, I was absolutely terrible. Um, basically was a grocery stick until about my junior year of high school. Um, was lucky enough to play at a small, small enough high school to uh, make the varsity squad. Cause I think maybe one or two kids got cut a year and that's about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I got to play on Max's line um, from June. Well, my junior and senior year. So that kind of helped me develop a little bit as a player. And then uh Ended up going to Central Michigan, where obviously you went and Coca and James, and um, had a blast there. I actually we started playing beer leagues there, and then uh, I think our junior year it was Max and I both decided to try out. And our good buddy, um, I don't know if you remember Brad Turberg or not. I I can't remember. I think I tried out twice, but anyway, I. Um, Basically, it was terrible. Didn't didn't work in the offseason to get in shape. Max was a big body. Um, I remember taking the puck up the boards. At one point, I made it to the final day of tryouts, 
and I got absolutely rocked on the boards. And I was got up, and I'm like, all right, bud, well, I think I'm cut. Basically skated off at that point, and that was the uh, end of the dream. So basically played beer leagues uh, all throughout Central and um, had some fun up there with those guys. We, we kind of kept it the same team. I remember when you got done, Brando, playing with uh, Central, um, you were on Howie's, right? You guys had an absolute stud of a team. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you guys were pretty good. We had Bo Daddy in that. Yeah, well, he's he's terrible. Can't play the puck. But true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he had good uh good offense and defense in front of him. But um anyway, uh then um it was time for me to kind of finally move on from uh, undergrad and didn't know really what what I wanted to do. I was in this dead end job. It was uh I worked in like a cardiac rehab, it was called, and there just wasn't much room for growth or anything. So um, started applying to PA schools and I was just, uh, applying to places I knew. I took a couple classes after I graduated from central, um, and basically came down here for a, uh, came down here for a vacation because I had gotten a, uh, an interview at this PA school called Barry in St. Pete happened to be where Max obviously was living. And, um, the uh, medical director was a big football fan and he graduated from Ohio state. And so basically the entire interview, we talked to big 10 football and uh, he ended up saying he liked me. And a week later I found out I got in and packed my shit and moved down to Florida. So I remember actually coming to your first, well, one of my first beer league game and I was so pissed because I couldn't play because um, I wasn't eligible at that time or something. I can't remember if you guys had a playoff game or what, but I had to wait till like the next season to come on. And you guys were all playing for the Flyers at that point. Um, was this in Ellington? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Down in Ellington. Sorry. Um, Cause I was, pull, I was carpooling down with uh, Max and James at the time. I remember that game. Like it was yesterday. Um, Cause Max and Brandon were like, you got to meet Reese. You got to meet Reese. We're, we're getting a spot on the team. And they, they begged me to give you a spot. And I didn't want to do it at first, but I was like, all right, let's give him a shot. And just, this guy shows up with this blonde, invisible beard, you know. And uh, <laughs> Did I, I even have a beard at that point? I don't know. He's got yeah. no shoulders on his shoulder pads. <laughs> it's like a, I'm like, who is this kid? And Max is like, don't worry. He's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. And you were nervous. You did good. Um, I don't know what team you played. It might have been Brad and uh, Walsh, you at the time. But, yeah, we, you played a couple games for the Flyers, and then uh, the team quickly dissolved after that. But we uh, – you know, we're like, all right, this guy. This yeah, guy, yeah. Guy. I remember. I actually remember um, when we first moved on. You guys kept talking. I mean, you guys both had boners for Brad and Walsh. Actually, it was pretty funny. Um, and and I saw him play, and I kind of did too. And I thought, um, I still to this day, I'm like, dude, that Brad kid with, I think it was, I think he 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 had long hair. Um, I can't remember how long it took him to grow that out, but I remember playing against him, and he looked more and more like Kid Rock every year. <laughs> I'm playing fucking Kid Rock's team tonight. So, and then I met the guy and I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I actually remember, Paul, I remember specific, it took us like a couple seasons to actually win. Um, I remember uh, we go into the championship game. It might actually been against um, the Beers. And uh, I can't, do you remember who we played when we won? Yeah, it was, it was the Beers. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember you and was it? Not Torak, but what, what was it? Was it the other brand? Or what was uh, 
Well, you mean talk about Bryce and I got an argument? Bryce, Bryce, yeah, yeah, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, you guys literally got in a fist fight on our bench, and I thought all the camaraderie was gone on our team. And uh, turns out uh, I was wrong because I think you uh, buried that G Dub. Yeah, it got me a little fired up. Um, I don't know what happened, but I think Bryce was calling me out because I wasn't skating hard enough, and I uh, I was like, dude, I'm doing the best I can, chill out, and he. Uh, he flew off the handle. <laughs> yeah, pushing match on the bench. Um, I I don't know what happened there, to be honest, but I was pretty pissed off, and so I was like, "You want to see me try? I'll try." And I know, somehow it it worked out, but otherwise, I would have felt like an idiot if it didn't. But. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he punched me over top of you, and uh, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, one one of the few uh, inner team argument brawls we've had. <laughs> I feel like you're always in the middle of them too, and it's pretty funny because you're like the nicest guy in the fucking league. <laughs> just an instigator, I guess. I don't yeah, know. it's just something about your face. Yeah. So you finished up playing at Allenton with the Flyers. You made your way up to the Brandon squad. Did you play on the good old Gator Dredge? Oh yeah. You know, the, yep. The Nargol season. He, uh, uh, Brian, uh, Jesse, and I played played with Reese over on the Who in Oldsmar, and then we uh, were like, F this, we're leaving this team, let's start our own, and we're like, Reese, you, you joining us? And he's like, yeah, we had, you know, Reese and Donnie and Locke, we uh, recruit all. Just want to take a quick break from the interview and uh, talk about one of our big sponsors on the podcast, um, and also one of our sponsors on our Mancation Weekends, Smirnoff Ice. Have you ever wanted to get revenge on someone or make them do something they didn't want to do but also not cause permanent damage but possibly slightly diabetes? Diabetes. Smirnoff Ice does the trick every time. Um, You may have not heard of icing or you may have. Um, If you haven't, sorry for you, but it's also a game that you're in for life if you play. And we recommend anytime you're around some of your best friends, leaving them a Smirnoff Ice, making them drink it. I mean, not only are you... uh, helping them get refreshed, but you're also enjoying them uh, down on one knee with one hand in the air, guzzling a bottle of sugar and very little alcohol in that water. Um, I could say I have personally iced many people in my life, and I've also left Smirnoff Ices in a whole entire hockey team's uh, equipment bags and enjoyed watching them all drink Smirnoff Ice. So, you know, it's not something that you want to drink to sip on. It's a chug-only drink, but we highly recommend it, and uh, we encourage buying some more because to keep the podcast going. And back to the interview. Hey, sorry about that, Reese. We had to get one of our sponsors in there real quick for the interview. Um, basically, we promised them a slot uh, in the first 10 minutes, and you were taking too long on your story. So um, where where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, was was her name Meg? Because that's, that's who uh, interrupted my great interview okay <laughs> it's called uh, do not disturb button on your phone uh, <laughs> yeah it didn't give me an option i don't know <laughs> all right so real quick we'll, we'll tie and wrap this up into another uh section but um yeah man we uh had you on the gator dredging team which then evolved into the ferg's live team and you've been with us every season since and it's been awesome having you on um the squad you're a key member one of the guys um and, you know, you're a good player, and we, we enjoy having you. So we're going to jump to a couple other questions real quick. You got it. Uh, no, and I really of, appreciate that. And I will say this is by far the, the best beer league team I've ever been on. With the uh, the way the boys get along, there's nothing like it. So 
Anyway. Well, when you say deep, do you mean because our affiliate squad in the minors or uh, our, our pool of players, our draft picks? I well, not mean... so much skill level. I mean, let's be real here, but, but uh, <laughs> it, it's the team chemistry I'm talking about, which is more important anyway, at, you know, in the division we're in. So, hell yeah. It's all about having, having a couple beers with the boys and playing some hockey, man. Exactly. Um, listen, dude, I wanted to kind of tie in uh, your role on our squad. You're pretty much like the team doctor to a lot of us, um, especially to me personally. Um, you know, if I ever have any personal questions about my health, I usually just ask you in the locker room instead of going to see an actual physician. Um, and I appreciate your feedback. And um, also, if any of us get a little banged up out on the ice, you are uh, really a great asset to have because we don't have to go to the ER for stitches. We can just go to Reese's house and get some stitches on your living room floor. Um, so I know I went there and I got four stitches uh, after I got hit in the face with, uh, I don't even know what it was, a puck or a stick or something. Um, have you patched up anybody else? Yeah, I got, uh, well, Eddie Leupold himself. I think he talked about it on, uh, what, last week it was? The Postman. Yep, yep. See, <laughs> the Postman. Yep, that'd be him. Yeah, I think he took one off the uh, the chinny, too, and I think we, we sutured him up pretty well, so... Well, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to stop talking. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, um, being, being a PA and, and, and going to work every day, I would imagine that you have probably seen some crazy, crazy stuff. Is there, is there any quick stories that you have that you just want to, uh, that, that come to your mind about your job that you think would be cool to share with the guys? Well, um, I feel like I, the biggest question I get asked, especially from guys and especially you guys, I feel like is, you know, the whole pap smear question and uh, like, oh, you know, you actually get to like look at vagina. You think you'd be like turned on by it, but that is the absolute opposite. If you guys see what we basically put our dicks into, it'd probably turn you off a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, this one story, this one story actually um, – comes to mind whenever I think about that. And I had this lady come in and she was complaining of an odor for the past three months. And we tried a couple times to treat her with, with the, the normal antibiotics that you would. And finally I had to, you know, get in there and, uh, you know, do the dirty work and take a look at what was going on. And I'm looking in there and I see like this hard plastic thing in there. And, um, I have to go get the, these, uh, forceps from the, the, the GYN side and I pull out, uh, not one, but two tampons that were crushed inside there full of, uh, blood. And it was, let me tell you the worst smell I've ever dealt with in my life. So that's just, uh, one of many stories that sticks out about being in the medical field. I hope we can edit this out for our for our fans' sake. Yeah, I, I hope. Yeah, hopefully not too many ladies listen. I to regret this, asking you that question because <laughs> I think you just killed everyone's boners on their drive home. <laughs> let, let, I think we're going to suspend Brando for questions for a while. Um, on a more lighter subject, um, interesting little story. You know, last week on the podcast. Um, for whatever reason, we were just chatting and we uh, referred to you as the Gremlin. Uh, which, you know, after knowing you for a few years, we've, we've never called you that before. And then um, when we did Rink of Dreams, the, uh, the PA announcer guy, 
uh, we didn't have nicknames for him like we normally do. And so we said, hey, man, you just make up whatever names you want to make up. And no one's going to be offended because we're all pretty cool guys. And, you know, you scored a goal. And he announces over the PA Emily Arena, Reese Gremlin Gettle. <laughs> yeah. Coincidence? To, I, it'll be called Gremlin twice in the same week. I have literally never been called that in my life. Uh, but I, I feel like uh, that might start something. You know, I know he called Brando uh, Silky Hands, and I'm like, okay, these these kids definitely made these nicknames up. And then you legitimately told me that was not the case. So yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty uh, interesting. What a coincidence, huh? Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking this is going to stick for a little while for you. Um, the Gremlin. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's there's been worse names. Um, t- tell us, buddy, who do you have? Uh, do you do your bracket yet? Who do you have us going all the way? Um, I actually have a, if we're allowed to tell, hopefully no one copies me. But just just tell us who you have going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't need the details, how they, how they got there. But. I got uh, Nashville Predators. Really? Okay. And seven against the Lightning. You know, uh, I don't think a team has won the President's Cup and the Stanley Cup since, like, 1912. Uh, well, we'll that's have... actually uh, false because the Red Wings did it. Um, I'll have Brian fact check this soon. You can. Not a big <laughs> Not a big <laughs> But um, regardless of who did it, uh, it's, it's typically a, a curse if you won both. So we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Coming from a Homer uh, Lightning fan. Maybe that's just Washington, though, because I feel like they've won the President's Cup the last few years, and they've just been blowing dick. They, they definitely have. Um, well, dude, I want to I wanna circle back to, before we get to the Lightning round, I want to circle back to Mancation, because Paulie and I were talking. Um you know, the first mancation we talked about the other day with Jesse, we went up to that golf uh, resort. And then the, the second mancation that we did was up at, uh, what was it, Adventureland or what's F- it called? Fantasy World. Yeah, or, Fantasy World up your, in Orlando. All your fantasies come true. Did you, attend, <laughs> did you attend that second mancation? Were you there for the second one? I, oh, um, I think was that the one with the horse heads and stuff? Uh, they, they've attended yeah. most. That's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was at the one with uh, we brought uh, Eddie and we. I was gonna say I remember that was probably my my favorite one. So I think I actually this was my fourth lap. So may, I can't remember. Is that the one where we went uh, upstream? In no, about- that, that was no. So we went to Orlando twice. That was the second time. So we okay. did Orlando. Then we went to Clearwater, which you definitely were yep. part of. Um, highlight of that: Reese destroyed a frisbee with a hockey stick. One one nice swing. Um, not the oh, yeah. Yep. I yep. do remember that. It shattered into like 30 pieces. I do remember that. Um, I love that mancation because I was just taking clappers with those little plastic pucks on the beach. And we're playing like a adult version of the game of 500 that you used to play where you, you just call it out and you throw a ball and you catch it. But you guys were about a mile and a half down the beach. I just rip a little clapper down there and whoever would catch it would, uh, I don't know. I don't remember what we did, but. I just like shooting hockey pucks, I think. Yeah, that was a good one. Then, yeah, the, the fourth one, we went back to Orlando. That's where the postman, Eddie, joined us. And uh, we uh, had a pretty good time and ran the Lazy River backwards and all that shit. Um, what, any, uh, any of your favorite highlights from this past weekend? Oh, I was, yeah. Ugh. I mean, I was pretty browned out Saturday night for sure. Um, heard I said some stupid things, but... Uh, uh, you, you did say to uh, a girl on the street, hey, girl, where'd you get that hair? <laughs> yeah, 
you know, I, I deal with those patients all the time and sometimes some, some shit just comes out of my mouth and <laughs> built up uh, passive aggressiveness, I guess. But, um, I, I mean, I, I thought Friday was a blast. I, I thought that was really cool. You still with us? Sorry to break up the interview, but we have a quick word from our sponsors. This interview is brought to you by Whammy Hammers. Whammy! Head on down to your local game time sports gaming complex. Buy yourself a ticket, go in there, play some games, and if you're good enough, you might earn enough points to go buy a Whammy Hammer. They come in all different shapes and sizes, and they're simply inflatable hammers. Some of them squeak, some of them don't. Some of them are very large that you can hit people in the face with, and other are others are just the right size to, I don't know, direct traffic with, maybe eat some food with, maybe hit some Nerf darts out of the air with, you name it, whatever you want. Whammy Hammer is your tool. Go get yours today. Go to game time and use promo code WHAMMY. Welcome back, boys. Uh, sorry, we had to take another break. Uh, we have so many sponsors on this week's episode that we really had no other option than to, to throw them in the middle of this interview. Um, I know that some of you guys fast forward through the rest of this episode and just get to the interview, so we wanted to make sure you guys heard the ads. So anyways, Reeser, welcome back. Thank you for your patience while we had a little word from our sponsors. <laughs> Thanks. Well, hey, man, you know, we were talking about mancation. Um, obviously, uh, you are definitely known, I think, out of of any of the other of the boys that go on mancation, you are known to probably get the drunkest, um, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. You know, when you go to when you go to brownout level, it's one thing. But when you get to Reese blackout level, um, let me just share a quick story about Reese blackout level and I don't think this was actually on mancation. This was for was it Max's Max's bachelor party? Oh, I knew with it. God. Yeah, I think that um, you know we were in a great place. Um, we were at a a club, let's just say, and uh, nice club. Um, and Reese had to go to the bathroom, and I'm talking, uh, you know, I'm talking number two. Well, he, uh, I was standing by the front door of this club, and right by the front door is the bathrooms, and he just kind of walked right past me. He goes, I got to go take a shit, and he just walks right outside. I'm like, well, well dude, you, you, just, you passed the bathrooms. So I followed you outside, and I, uh, well, I, I lost you. Reese, where'd you go? I, uh, well, I mean, you know the story better than I do, but... Uh... <laughs> Apparently, I had enough with the uh, club we were in. Whole play, I mean, the place was garbage, talent. Uh, so I figured I'd go out in the alley and, you know, rough it and just uh, take a shit in the alley. I think I was missing a sandal. Is that correct? Yeah, you were missing a shoe. Um, I actually borrowed you my sandals tonight, and uh, you lost one of those. So <laughs> that was your second pair of shoes. Um, yeah, you went to go take a shit next to the dumpster in the dark alleyway, and um, that just really made my made my. <laughs> I mean, what a what a sight! You guys can well, just imagine Reese squatting and starting to kind of drop his pants a little bit, and then me walking into a dark alley by myself to find him in a dark, trying to squeeze out a little turd. 
Yeah, I was trying. I mean, I wasn't successful. I don't know where I went after that, but I imagine uh, I, I walked didn't you, wipe very well. I walked you uh, back to the bathroom. Oh, okay. uh, I told you to go poo-poo in there because <laughs> that's what, you know, real people do. Yeah. Well, um, I think part of the catalyst that happened before that is the discovery that Reese doesn't do very well with tequila. Do you, Reese? I do not. That is, yes. that is a fact. And if you recall that party, we uh, had a special kind of tequila that night um, called Donkey Piss Tequila. Yep. Oh, God, dude. We all remember that. And I brought a bottle to the bachelor party, and we had, um, I think, 10 of us did a shot of that. And then we did a second round shot immediately. And I want to say three or four of us puked immediately. And that's kind of where the night took a left turn. I think I had to push somebody out of the way so I could throw up in the toilet with them like we were all simultaneously throwing up that's how good this tequila was yeah got, it was it was delicious for sure i got these bottles on a trip to uh arizona from this guy who is it's his company and he gave me blessed me with three bottles of donkey piss tequila and i have one of them left still so you just tell me when boys and i will break that bottle back out <laughs> you know, you can definitely break that bottle uh just throw it in the garbage. I will not partake in that anymore. Listen, Greaser, you know, I know, I know we're taking up a lot of your time. And again, you know, with these breaks in between this interview for our sponsors, um, I think it's time to kind of wrap some things up here with you. And we're going to start with a good old lightning round. I love it. Ready when you are, buddy. Let's do it. Okay. I got 10 questions on the docket for you and uh some of them have specific answers so uh i might stop and say whether you're right or maybe correct you and kind of move on to the next one so i'm just going to start off with question number one who is the best player to ever wear an anaheim mighty ducks jersey team usalani number two how many total stanley cups have the detroit red wings won Ooh, actually, I don't know that. Um, Come on, Reese. I know. Jeez. We've won so many, I just can't keep track anymore. Oh. Someone take his jersey away. Is it, is it 11? Guess. 11? 11 is correct. Okay. Question number three. What is 7 times 3 plus 48? 21 plus 48. That is 69. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Question number four. Who's the best player to ever wear a Ferg's live jersey? Paul DeSantis. Oh, thank you, buddy. Beautiful. You got Question number five. Who's your all – sorry, what is your all-time favorite hockey movie? Ooh, Miracle, hands down. Question number Good six. Choice. Would you rather take a scolding hot shower after our games or a freezing cold shower after our games? Um, I like uh, scolding hot. We'll go with. Okay. Question number seven. If you had a locker box, somebody on our team, who do you think you would want to fight and would actually win? Uh, definitely the native American on our team. Lock Cleary. Oh, okay. Good luck. Uh, question number eight. Who's the best player ever to wear a Detroit Red Wings Jersey? Um, it's got to be Stevie Y. Got to be. Question number nine. If you were taking me out on a dinner date tonight, what restaurant would you take me to? IHOP. 
Uh, cheap date. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe. Yeah. For dinner? Waffle House. I don't know. Question number 10, last one. Who is the worst player currently on the Lightning roster? The Lightning roster. Kalorn. Yes, he's terrible. <laughs> so God. bad. Oh, man. Well, well done, so. Reeser. You've survived the Lightning round. Uh, you almost got all of them correct. Oh, which one did I get wrong? The one that you were supposed to take me to burn Steakhouse instead of IHOP, motherfucker. Come on, son. Oh, okay. I got one question for you before I go. I okay. I was, thinking of a point, I was trying to think of one on the way home. So this is kind of uh, how long do you guys think it would take for you to skate a lap around the ice? Well, I mean, the guys at the All-Star game did it in, I think, uh, 15 seconds. So I'd probably do it in, what, 12? <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd be definitely less than 10. Okay. Um, was that over under the time it took you to blow your load when you lost your virginity? That is over the time, uh, for me. I, I'm still, uh, I still haven't done that yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, I didn't ask which girl you lost your virginity to. So it's obviously Aaron and Kyle. That was a pretty wicked two-part question there. I might have to incorporate some two-part questions into next week's lightning round. Yeah. Well, mine was under, with a bucket on. So. With uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's just going to be about it for us. Uh, once again, is there anything in your personal life that you were looking to kind of get off your chest right now, or do you think you're good? Yeah, I think we're okay right now. Okay, buddy. Well, right. if he ever wants to put that on the podcast for you, we'd be more than happy to put any announcements, you know, of course. Uh, statements, you know, press <laughs> releases, things like that. We're here for you, buddy. And once again, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for taking phone calls during the interviews. Um, that guy, you kicked off the app. That's why we had to stop twice because Reese is so popular. He's getting blown up all the time. Um, and, uh, thanks for just being you, man. It's a real honor to know you and, uh, I, I love you, buddy. All right. Love you too, boys. Um, had a great weekend. <laughs> All right. Good see night. you, buddy. Thanks again. All right. See ya. All right. Always good having that guy on the show. Um, Brando, you know, um, I felt like he told us he had a big announcement, and I felt like he never delivered it. I mean, uh, oh, did he say what that was before we took him on? I don't know, man. He mentioned something over the weekend. Um, I couldn't remember what it was, but I just figured that if we gave him a platform you know, to come out and say it, he would take advantage of that opportunity. Um, but you know what? Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of life-changing, but, you know, hey, I guess we'll just wait, and one day we'll find out. So, um you know, I wanted to ask you, who is your favorite, um, you know, maybe not Red Wings player, but who's your all-time favorite player? You know, we ask all these guys these other questions, but, um, you know, uh, is it a Red Wings guy, I assume? It is a Red Wings guy. My all-time favorite player, and I kind of get tripped for this because I never got a chance to see him play live. Uh, I didn't really get a chance to see him play on TV. My favorite player of all time was Gordie Howe. Um, I think, I mean, you, you can't argue that he's no. not one of the best players oh, of yeah. all time, but 
Um, you know, just growing up, my dad watching the Wings games. I think he watched games all the time with his dad. So he was always talking about Gordie Howe. I loved his style of play, playing with that grit, but playing with that skill. Um, the guy's just a fucking legend, dude. I mean, you really can't go wrong, of course, picking Steve Eiserman like the greaser did. But, uh, man, I just love, I love, I mean, the fact that Gordie Howe, has a, a, a hockey term named a after him. Named after him, yeah. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, how many other players have that? Um, no, seriously, that's a question. Are there any other players that have any sort of a of a hockey term like a Gordie Howe hat trick? I can't even think of anything. Mm, not offhand. You, you know, I always thought your favorite player was uh, Todd Bertuzzi, and when I first met you. I thought that was a joke because you know he kind of faded away. But um, you know, he's one. He is one of your favorite, right? Oh, yeah, he's definitely in my top three, bro. Top Bertuzzi. I don't know what it is about that guy, but it was like a running joke back in the day. He was a stud on Vancouver, putting up 100 points, big body, um, plays physical, has the nastiest little backhander in the league. Um, did you ever see him when he was playing for the Wings, doing those shootout spinorama moves and everything? I didn't, but, you know, um, he kind of changed the game as well, if you think about it. Do you remember that controversial uh, bottle pop he did? And they're, oh, oh. You did know? he go to drink some? Wait, was <laughs> no, it heat bottle popped? What are you talking about? Um, in one of the games, um, I, who was it? He popped the bottle. Someone popped the bottle. It was a big argument about it, and now they pretty much put the the Gatorade bottle in that little cup holder behind the net because of that incident. I know you're talking ago. about it. He didn't bottle pop. Somebody scored on Detroit, and then somebody went to go pick up the bottle on the ground. And it caused like a whole fight or something like that. I just remember, I want to say it was maybe in like, what was that HBO series and stuff? It was like the Road to the Winter Classic or something like that. Yeah, we'll put the we'll put the clip on the uh, the Facebook page. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I forget who it was, but he was chirping somebody. He's like, I don't know what it was. The guy went to go grab the bottle and he's just like, that's his fucking bottle. Put the fucking bottle down. He's just going crazy on him. Is that why they do that? That's now? why they do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> Uh, when I think of Tapper Tuzzi, I don't think of uh, of anything like that. I think of him just snapping necks and scoring goals, buddy. Literally. Yeah, he's got a bit of a reputation. So, um, you know, who, who do you have in your bracket this year? Um, and you know, we asked Reese. I don't need to know the the way they get there, but who do you have winning the whole thing? I think Reese copied off of mine because I also have the Smashville Predators. Well, you know, I think you and probably like ninety percent of a. Uh, the other little twerps uh, on the NHL bracket have the same. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I was uh, to be honest with you, looking at the West, that second round matchup, it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's going to be Nashville, Winnipeg. I really want to pick Winnipeg, but I don't know, man. Nashville's got the home ice advantage. That's a tough place to play in, and I just don't know if uh, Winnipeg's goaltending can hold up, man. Connor Hellebjoke. Yeah, I was uh, surprised he was a, a U.S.-born player, too. It's kind of cool. The most wins, 44 for a U.S.-born player. 44, Ty Bertuzzi again, <laughs> dude. Every All roads lead to Ty Bertuzzi, man. I'm pretty excited to see some Winnipeg games. Um, you know, those four they had a couple years back, and the complete whiteout, and they had all these guys with those fighter jet helmets on. I mean, it, it's pretty awesome so uh and nashville's got a really cool fan base right now downtown so that's gonna be a great series if they match up and we all hope they do um dude did you see that um you know how each year for the nhl 
they uh, the NHL 18 like that like the video game they do like a, like a Stanley Cup um, simulation to show you who yeah, yeah. won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, Did who, you see who won no. it this year? Who? It just came out today, actually, and uh, today is the tenth, uh, by the way. But it is uh, Winnipeg really won over the Bruins, I believe, in the finals, according to NHL 18. And how accurate is that? Has that ever been right before? I have no fucking <laughs> idea. I have no idea. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I hope everybody gets their brackets in. Um, I'm, I'm super excited because uh, this time of year, you know, uh, I have a, a full season um, of playoff tickets. And to me, it becomes like a extra part-time job because I will find myself at every lightning game here as long as they go and every watch party um, that I can make it to. That's pretty much every other night. Um, but that was one of my stipulations. If I moved to Tampa, I was like, if I moved to Tampa and I live across the street, I'm getting all the playoff tickets, all the games. I don't want to be not a part of that and just have it right by. Um, you know, a couple years ago when Lightning made it to uh, the Cup against Chicago, I actually booked a vacation in Key West in June. And I was like, you know, I was like, no one's going to, you know, they're not going to go that far. And I hate to doubt my own team, but I didn't think it was actually going to be a full Cup run. And I found myself, you know, with this prepaid trip of a few thousand dollars and you know that was like i think game five it was or one, one of the games i've been missing it i sold my ticket did well but uh this year i'll tell you i have complete travel ban I'm not going anywhere till you know the end of june you know hey who knows how long they're going to make it but i'm just not booking any trips because you never know how things are going to go dude all this talk about playoff hockey i'm about to start beating my meat over here it's so <laughs> exciting man every single game that's played is just so intense man i cannot what does it start tomorrow night wednesday tomorrow night yeah oh wait well we release this podcast on wednesday so oh tonight boys tonight. we're about to go watch some <laughs> hockey tonight can't wait well that, that's gonna be it for today's show we hope you guys enjoyed it um you know enjoy some hockey tonight um, and we will catch up with you guys soon. Uh, we have our, another beer league game next week. We have uh, some other updates. And don't forget your bracket. You still have a little bit more time to get it in before the playoffs start. Anything else, Brando? Yeah, you mentioned beer league hockey next week. And uh, who are we playing next week? We played, oh, God, we had the late game last night. Dude, I'm dragging a little bit today. Uh, oh, shit, we play. oh, early against the Bombers. We lost to them last time. Yeah. Oh, but guess what? We get to wear our black jerseys this time around. So good luck, motherfuckers. Peace out.